Welcome to episode 22 of the When People Awaken podcast. And as always, before we get into today's episode, let's first offer our land acknowledgement. We acknowledge that we reside on the original land of the Cherokee, Chickasaw, Yuchi, and Shawnee people. We honor these indigenous ancestors as the original caretakers of this land. We also honor ancestors of African descent whose forced labor built our city. We give gratitude to the earth elements, land, local waters, air, and fire for sustaining human life. And we encourage you to visit native-land.ca to deepen your relationship to the original inhabitants of the land in which you reside. And with all of that said, I wanted to remind you that our second in-person podcast event is this coming Saturday, August the 19th. It's called Awaken, a yoga and sound bath journey. It'll be from 1 to 3 p.m. over at the Dreammaker in Huntsville. So if you can make it out, we would love to see you there. Titus will be leading a yoga flow. I'll be following up with a sound bath and there will be about a 30 minute group discussion towards the end. So uh, there's a link to register for it down in our description box. And let's jump into the episode. In West Africa, it's like the year 10,000. Why do you know that? <laughs> Why I know that. But that's true, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't They're on a true? different like year system. Entirely different system. Yeah, so it's like the year 10,000 something. Really? Yeah. 10,000? They're like way ahead in the future. I thought it was like maybe like a couple of decades. It's the year 10,200 something. That's insane, should we say. Yeah, it is. I know that it is. Is that because they're off of the um, the non-Gregorian calendar? Yeah, and I like I don't know what the system is uh-huh. that they use. I just assume it's because like we we operate in the past here. <laughs> we we <laughs> everyone else is like <laughs> way further ahead. We're in the past. Yeah. Behind the times. Yeah. Literally. Like we're we're in a a denser dimension than they are. I feel like. So we're like further back in time. Wow. That's what I think. That's what you think? I, I haven't read up on it. I just assume that that's what the answer is. Okay. Welcome, welcome everybody to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, to the, welcome to the past. Yeah. Or the future. Whoa. Whoa. That's crazy. Whoa. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to talk today about. We're talking about softness. Softness. Or the lack thereof of softness, softness in society. Plush, soft cushions, yeah. and soft pillows. And softness within the body. In the body? Yeah. Like in muscles? Yeah. Your energy centers should be soft, right? They should be soft. Yeah. Yeah. Your tissues. Your, tissues. your emotions. Should be soft? More than what they probably are. Probably, um, yes. So, okay, so so just to go off that real quick, hard emotion versus soft emotions. Mm-hmm. Do those exist? Yeah, I think so. Uh, for sure they exist. So, a hard emotion might be, I would assume, anger. Yeah, like a repressed kind of feeling, anger. Okay. Or anytime you resist any kind of emotion. Can you repress joy? No. You can't. Because I feel like certain emotions elicit this response, like in your chakra system, uh-huh. where everything is like open and spinning and like moving really quickly uh-huh. and if you're in that state you're open you're not repressed you're open so I, yeah i think it's impossible to experience joy or happiness or any of those types of emotions and repress them 
like if you repress joy or happiness, it becomes something else. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, yeah you're changing it. Uh -huh. You're changing it. Exactly. Okay. So that's what I think at least. Okay. Well, soft light. Let's mm -hmm. talk about it some though. Mm -hmm. um, how did we come up with this topic? Do you remember? We meet at Starbucks uh -huh. on Thursdays uh -huh. to do business stuff, uh -huh. and it's really loud and abrasive sounding. And they, yeah. um, the machines are always like cranking up really loud. Uh -huh. um, people like yell their orders. The baristas are like yelling when something's ready. It's just very aggressive. sonically very like abrasive and loud uh -huh. and not soft. Mm -hmm. And that makes it like. I, I like the the vibe of Starbucks to do work, to do business type things, but like the sound I think is kind of distracting and like abrasive to the body. Mm -hmm. So that's when we came up with this idea that's to talk soft. about softness. Soft. I think too there's a, um, there's a there's there has been for maybe about a year or so, um, well, it's a hashtag or theme of living the soft life. Yeah. Well, I don't know, I don't know about that. Tell me about it. No. Okay. So the soft life is more more or less living. Um, through comfort, okay. living in ways that are um, comfortable, mm -hmm. that are um, what some might call healing. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> some may also say indulging in things that just feel good mm -hmm. um, and not letting the abrasion, mm -hmm. the aggressiveness of the um, rind culture mm -hmm. take over how we live our lives. So question. How is anyone doing that in the USA, <laughs> like, assuming they live in America? Well, what's hilarious with it is this, I'm telling my friend today about, about, about that statement. Yeah. Our, our parents uh -huh. and grandparents didn't know what the soft life meant. And if they did, it was a luxury yeah. to them. So our generation has begun to, has chosen to bring the soft life uh -huh. into daily living. Oh, that's cool. And less of go vacation for every six to eight months uh -huh. or six to eight years. Yeah. I'm gonna take some softness into my day right now. So are people working in like corporate America and like office jobs and like nine to fives, they're actively participating in soft life or who are these people <laughs> that are doing it? Well, I, I, I might say some of them maybe, Yeah. but if they do, it's, it's at the very least, it's more, it's more regular uh -huh. now uh -huh. than not. Okay. In the past, the softness might come only on the weekend. Oh. It might come only for vacation. Yeah. It might come in different times. Yeah. Nowadays, it's happening more often in the week, maybe in the morning. Yeah. Having a soft morning, wake up and go slow. Oh, okay. And love on yourself. So more. just being intentional about how you use your time to incorporate softness. Mm -hmm. So anytime you feel like something's too tough or hard too or abrasive, rigid, too abrasive. you remember you're a soft life person mm -hmm. and you incorporate softness. And either do it in a time period, yeah. but I think what we're getting at too is we oftentimes aren't able to live in a continuum or in a conscious soft nervous system way yeah. as well. Yeah, because well, that's what we were talking about at Starbucks is mm -hmm. like, most places are like that in society. Like there's not dedicated space to be in softness yeah. typically. Like even outside of like work environments, like right. bars are really abrasive. Yeah. Or what else is kind of like just tough and I don't know, just anywhere. Any any place that I think that, and I think you would discuss this at, at, at the coffee shop too, any place that does not have a, the natural, any natural um, aesthetic. Yeah. 
could be considered a hard quote unquote environment. By natural aesthetic, you mean like earth or like Any, anything earth wise. Okay. So wherever there, wherever there's plants, mm -hmm. that could be a soft environment. Mm -hmm. Wherever there's water flowing, mm -hmm. wherever there's natural colors, yeah. Wherever there's no hard edges, yeah. no steel, yeah. that kind of thing, uh -huh. no gray. Uh -huh. I wouldn't consider gray to be soft life inducing. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm so glad you said that because it's making me think about, I went to go talk to our friend Leah, uh -huh. who's a massage therapist. Yeah. And I remember the day I went, it was like two in the afternoon or something. And I had somewhere to go like right after I was going to meet with her. And traffic was really bad and there were like school buses and stuff everywhere. And so it just felt, I felt tense and like, you know, just non-soft mm. on the way there. And like, I remember my heart was kind of beating kind of fast. Mm. I just felt like a little mm. anxious. Mm. And I went into Leah's office and she has that huge painting of like a forest scene. Yeah. Like on the wall and it's really huge. I remember just looking at it and it was immediately like, yeah, like that Shinran Yoku kind of like forest bath feeling of just being comforted just from the photo like yeah. I didn't need to see a plant or wow yeah just the visual image of it just the visual alone image mm -hmm. is enough mm -hmm. which is why and I've been fighting for a long time and I may succumb to this I might be buying some fake plants why I mean not that I can't take care of plants I can't obviously but just have to have more of them and to have to, and to have to maintain less yeah even just the visual of plant and green yeah can stimulate yeah the softness too so you don't like watering? No, no, I can, and I do. Yeah, I do. But adding more and more and more is adding more and more to do and to care for. That's the thing with plants is like if you have a lot, they actually take a lot. They take time. time. They take time. Like I remember when I house sat for our friend Marie, mm -hmm. she was plants like everywhere. Mm -hmm. It took me like an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. like water all our plants yeah. every day. So, so, but but to consider this, how, I wonder how watering caring for plants affects the nervous system that yeah. that, that could be a soft life thing well if you enjoy if you, you didn't enjoy it i was over it after yeah. all because there were so many plants yeah but yeah like i think when if it's in if you're in a state where you really enjoy the watering of the plant and mm -hmm. being with the plant mm -hmm. and maybe that takes less plants for you to like have right. that kind of relationship to them right then yeah but when it becomes like overwhelming like i think what you're talking about mm -hmm then yeah you need to make a change yeah. so i guess I, I support your fake plan thank you decision. i love that you brought up those the picture alone uh -huh. picture alone can be enough sometimes mm -hmm. um sometimes um i remember i'll tell you one time i wanted to go i had a client one day and the client was kind of intense for me personally yeah i left the client to go find water mm -hmm. remember that day when i went to to to, to, uh, to a a um a trail took the trail found the found waterfall and was just immersed in the water sounds. Mm -hmm. It was healing. Mm -hmm. It was my version of softness too. Um, but sometimes you can't go. You can't go to waterfall. Yeah. You can still bring in sounds. Yeah. Not real sounds mm -hmm. per se. They recorded, but even still having sounds in your home mm -hmm. on YouTube is enough to bring in the softness of the natural world. Into the room yeah. Well. well, that makes me think too about. We read an article about mm -hmm. softness. Yeah. Let's get there. And it was saying that softness leads to pleasure, mm -hmm. which leads to, I think they called it social bonds, but we ended up just naming it like connection. Connection. Or maybe like community, I don't know. Yeah. So it's like softness is this necessary ingredient to get to like that that state of feeling pleasure in the of body. feeling. And that pleasure is what leads you to connect to other people, mm -hmm. which is like really mm -hmm. 
interesting mm-hmm. that that's kind of like this this linear process. Path. Yeah. So softness must be the pre- predecessor to pleasure, yeah, feeling, yeah. and connection. So it's it begs the question though: Can you feel pleasure without first feeling soft? And they're impossible, I'd say. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a situation where something was pleasurable first before it was soft. And I would say to that statement, ple- pleasure is a feeling. Yeah. Something hard can't feel anything. You yeah. can't feel if you're hard. Yeah. If right. if, you, if if you're stiff and rigid, mm-hmm. nothing can can affect you, mm-hmm. which is. Oftentimes, to protect yourself from feeling bad things too, mm-hmm. but you also can't feel good things. Yeah, it makes you think like people have the idea in their head that if I repress, that feeling nothing is better than feeling something yeah. that's like uncomfortable. Yeah. And I, I'm starting to like disagree with that mm-hmm. type of mindset. I used to think that, mm-hmm. but then I ended up with all kinds of like muscle tension issues mm-hmm. in my jaw and my cranium and my neck and stuff so mm-hmm. it, to me it's like just feel your feelings yeah and let them like flow yeah. process your feelings digest them and then softness or pleasure will probably be the next it will come yeah it emotion will come. that will come, it so. will come. The, the dis-ease that comes from suppressing energy and emotions mm-hmm. is disease so i mean that's a good point to make too so is softness necessary to prevent any kind of disease, disease or disorders or yeah it makes me think about autoimmune issues too mm-hmm. like lupus or like ms or you know any of those types of groups of disorders they all stem from tension in the body i would say though they stem from tension but they're also maybe a too soft what do you mean too soft too soft could then create a sense of stagnation too, and puddling or pooling of too much. Do you think then you can get addicted to the softness? Potentially. Because softness leads to pleasure, and so people can get addicted to mm-hmm. yeah that like mm-hmm. that process mm-hmm. being soft and pleasurable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. I think I would have a hard time developing that addiction. Yeah. But yeah, I can see how someone could. Over time, yeah, because it feels so good. Yeah, let's just sit here. Yeah, right here in pleasure and softness, and let's just stay here, right here, <laughs> right here, enjoying. That doesn't enjoying. sound like fun to me. Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I don't know. Mm. So okay, how could we build, construct, figure out how to? create more dedicated spaces to be in softness in life. What would that look like? I feel like you already do it though, because you teach yoga. Yeah. And I've been to some of your yoga classes. Okay. And I feel like you you do a a pretty good job of that, right? Thank you, I think I do. Yeah, of incorporating soft-like things or softness or like space to explore. Where things are rigid and you can introduce softness. Mm-hmm. That's how I think you would do it, right? Yeah, what it is actually, it actually is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, a, a, lot, a lot of my classes, I, off, I, I, I often guide to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I often guide to exhale. Mm-hmm. I often guide to release. Yeah. And those three words, feeling, exhaling, and releasing, are, are, are words that induce a level of sensation mm-hmm. and softness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And I think. Um, 
like for me doing sound baths, that's like the ultimate opportunity too because you lay down and do nothing. Like you have no other job but to be soft mm-hmm. in the sound bath. That's like your literal, mm-hmm. <laughs> like only mm-hmm. task is to lay down, yeah. get comfy, yeah. soften up, and just receive the mm-hmm. sound. Yeah. Like there's no work involved. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I feel like we're doing our due diligence. We are. <laughs> but we're only like two people, right? Right. So, how can we like amplify what we're talking about? Well, I think in part our, 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 our offerings. Yeah. For sure that. But then when you look at the day, that like in daily, daily living. Yeah. Where can softness come in? Mm-hmm. I thought, when you brought the question, I thought, first of all, in the morning. Mm-hmm. When we get up in the morning, we oftentimes think to go to do. Mm-hmm. To become active, yeah, and that requires a level of tension, yeah. Um, but if we start our day soft, yeah, if you begin wake up and then in alertness settle, mm. in alertness just breathe, mm-hmm. in alertness begin to receive, yeah, and not just begin to give, yeah, and not just begin to go, yeah. That can begin the soft life. That can also then maintain the soft life uh-huh. perspective through the whole day. Yeah, I like that. I remember that kind of reminds me when I worked a nine to five job and I was doing things that I hated at the computer and how I would feel very like resistant to yeah. it. I would actually start turning on sound baths to do work too. Mm-hmm. It was kind of this feeling of doing work but not having the feeling of work in my body. Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like you can carry so a mind body hack. Uh huh. It really was. That's so. Yeah, I would just listen to sound baths and work. And it, it did create like a kind of a, a softness and a little bit of pleasure, I guess, mm. you know, because it kind of turns your brain down a little bit too. I can recall it work when I was at Apple for, for those 11 years that certain songs come on, um, certain songs would come on the, mm-hmm. the, the radio yeah. and you know, start moving yeah. and dancing yeah. and that created a level of softness yeah. and the fluidity, of, the fluidity, the fluidity mm-hmm. of energy in the whole store. Yeah. 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 I mean, so those are ways to like incorporate softness. Mm-hmm into the workplace, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like that's where I, people develop a lot of those tension-based disorders and diseases. From work. It's from work and like having no other option as far as like moving the body, like you can't, you have to sit and work. Yeah. But something like sound or music is gonna like flow through the body. It's gonna create that movement in the body for you. Didn't you say, and I will never forget this y'all, she said to me, I think it was one day, or to a sound bath group that she had, sound, particularly sound bowls. Um, I think she said the word ex- explode yeah. the energy, ex- tension. Explode tension. It, yeah, in your body. Yeah. That's dope. It's called destructive resonance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where, you know, resonance is when two like things start vibrating together mm-hmm. and they just kind of like implode mm-hmm. because it's like two, two like things just kind of shaking mm-hmm. all the time. And that's what a sound bath does for tension in the body because mm-hmm. it's like quartz crystal in the bowls mirror the crystalline structure that's in your bones mm-hmm. and in some of the like collagen fibers in your muscle tissue. And so when that, that frequency of quartz crystal meets more crystalline structures, it just starts shaking it all. Wow. It blows up. And it blows up. Yeah. And you go from this hard tense, whatever, uh-huh. to then now, now soft and flow. Life, uh-huh. life can move through it. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild, That's right? dope. Yeah. That's dope. So That's dope. I guess we've solved the problem, like go to yoga or sound bath. <laughs> go to yoga, go to sound bath. To get your softness. Breathe out, let go. Yeah. In yoga and then 
lay down, let go. Yeah. And the sound that and let and let the, the awesome waves of sound that Shalisa provides break everything up in your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and like um, I've read too that audible exhales they're very important. The big sides, big whether loud sides. Yeah, whether you're doing yoga or sound mm-hmm. or whatever it is, the audible exhales um, activate the vagus nerve. So something that, that I'm remembering, I remember, I think I brought it up to you in the conversation we had at Starbucks or not, but I remember. Uh, remembering the nervous systems, uh-huh. parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems. Yeah. The parasympathetic nervous system is the heal, rest, digest. Yeah. And that is not engaging when you're engaging. Yeah. When you're soft, mm-hmm. only then can you heal. Mm-hmm. Only then can you digest. Mm-hmm. Only then can life flow through you. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but when you're engaging, when you're more rigid, when you're in action, when you're when you're when you're um, in protective or fighting or mm-hmm. or maybe even creative, but more so protecting and fighting mode, mm-hmm. you can't heal. Yeah, it's so true. Nutrients can't go through your body. Yeah, you're, you're literally tensing yourself up. Mm-hmm. And we live in a society where, like you said earlier about Starbucks, you're constantly being bombarded. Yeah, with sound, so you're always on on guard, looking, yeah. receiving, trying yeah. to try. Provisioning, yeah, and that creates a non-soft inner experience, yeah, a non-soft both inner like mental, mm-hmm. emotional, mm-hmm. and physical too. Yeah, that's so true. It reminds me of when my insomnia was so bad. I was going like three or four days with no sleep. What? Yeah, it was. I was like dying honestly. Yeah. And it was because of how much tension I had all through the jaw and the neck, and I would lay down. And all I felt was tension and I couldn't get comfortable, wow. which means I couldn't relax. Yeah. Since I wasn't even soft. Yeah. I was not going to sleep. There it is. Unless it was like four days later when my body was just like. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, like I'm shutting off. Mm-hmm. So I know for sure that like how important this is that yeah. like you keep that level of softness, flow, pleasure uh, running throughout the body mm-hmm. because I honestly think if I let it go on for that long and like without finding some kind of resolution, like I would be not here. No. Because you can't live without any sleep. No. So. <laughs> no. Yeah. So. People who say um, sleep is for sleeping for losers, nah bro. No. Nah bro. I'm trying to restore and heal. That's why I kind of became a sound healer. That was one of the reasons was because I was like, I learned the hard way how important deep rest is. Mm-hmm. Like sleep, and especially if you can get sleep with a sound bath, quartz crystal sound bowls, because they lower your cortisol lower than just sleep will alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. That level of deep rest is so restorative and healing for the body. Mm-hmm. It's necessary, especially if you're someone that's dealing with like some kind of disease or disorder yeah. or some yeah. kind of sickness. Yeah. The sleep deep healing rest is like the most important, I think. Nothing can replace it. Nothing can. Yeah. Nothing can. So. It can it, it could it could it could be a supplement for it. Yeah. But there's no replacement for actual sleep. Yeah. Even a sound bath is not enough. Like it, it will help a lot because it kind of mirrors that same kind of process, like lowering your your uh, brainwave states down and lowering cortisol levels and facilitating that type of healing. But yeah, there's no. Let's pause and take a deep cleansing breath in through the nose, hold it at the top of the head, and let it out with a long, loud sigh. 
As most of you know, I am a sound healer and one of my greatest joys is to create sacred space to help people reclaim their right to rest through the power of a sound bath journey. And so I wanted to let you all know about three sound bath offerings I have for the month of August. On Sunday, August the 13th, I'll be offering a sound bath called Sounds at the Spa in which we'll be incorporating some of the aromatic and topical benefits of essential oils to recreate that very relaxing spa-like type of environment that'll be at the Buddha Movement from 3 to 4 p.m. As I mentioned earlier, on Saturday, August the 19th, we'll be doing Awaken, a yoga and sound bath journey from 1 to 3 p.m. at the Dreammaker. And also on Saturday, August the 26th, I'll be offering a sound bath called Voices in the Earth, which will be an exploration through the earth elements, through honoring the indigenous people, and also just exploring that powerful connection between nature and sound. Um, and that'll be from 1 to 2 p.m. at the Dreammaker. And so if you're interested in being immersed in a soothing, relaxing, healing, and very earth-focused sound experience, please consider coming to a sound bath with me in August. There are links to register down in our description box, and I hope to see you sometime in August. So let's shift for just a second or a moment to the reason that I think a lot of people generally, and I know for sure it's oftentimes more than not men, but generally too, there's a distancing from softness yeah. because that creates some level of um, one of letting go uh-huh. of control and or it creates a, we mentioned it already today on, on, on an episode about vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You become vulnerable yeah. and you become soft and anything can happen um, from life to you and then you let go of the control of life. Mm-hmm. So I think a part of the reason why there's been this boom of soft life coming up um, generally, because I think too, I mean, our generation is getting more conscious. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that, that's just kind of a known thing for sure. Mm-hmm. And we know about healing, we know about chakra, we know about grounding, we know about those things. We're not trying to do those things more often now. How, how and when and where can we begin to continue at least, or begin to make spaces personally, um, friend-wise, familially, where we can exist soft, mm. we can safely let go, we can, yeah. within a sense of a secure environment, yeah. not have to do you know, I'm so glad you specify men needing this mm-hmm. because women, this is one area where women kind of have more leeway to be emotional, to be soft. Mm-hmm. Like that's very acceptable for someone who identifies as woman to exist that way. But for men, because of like the stigma of how you guys have to exist in life as like the breadwinners. Yeah which automatically means you have to participate in the patriarchy and capitalism to a, like a deeper extent, which is a highly toxic system. And when you're the one that's like, feels the pressure to like climb the ladder of like the corporate ladder or whatever, that innately makes you repress emotions, I think, be in these environments where you have to be super tense to like get work done. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, because I think because maybe you're in these higher ranked, higher tier positions, um, that like boss mentality kind of makes people- I gotta protect this now. Protect maybe, yes, and also like I feel like 
it, it, it makes you repress emotions as well too, like when you're dealing with mm -hmm. colleagues who mm -hmm. are like, you know, mm -hmm. lower in the hierarchy. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, there's- To get the bottom line done. Yeah. To get, to get it done. Yeah. You can't worry about your feelings. Mm -hmm. You gotta just keep, 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 keep moving on. Yeah, and so when your livelihood it's is dependent good. upon these factors, mm -hmm. it just makes you, it, it, I think it changes your belief system about what manhood is, how to exist as a man, what women respect as mm -hmm. you as a man, mm -hmm. like everything gets super distorted and then you take on this livelihood of like just being tense and rigid and non-soft. So I think there's a really unique uh, opportunity for even not considering the male-female marriage mm -hmm. concept, mm -hmm. but even simply the male-female men and men and women relationship in general mm -hmm. that women and men can provide for each other yeah the reminder of and the space for mm -hmm. both sides mm -hmm. women the more feminine humans mm -hmm. men the more masculine humans mm -hmm. need each other to remind and to offer the space hey you can be soft here yeah hey you can be active and firm here yeah um you can be free to be soft here mm -hmm. you can be free to be firm here mm -hmm. you can have those spaces where for the man who believes he has to do all these things for him to go to back to work and it be in a clear conscious grounded mm -hmm. personal way because mm -hmm. when you remove emotion you're, you you move who you are yeah emotion yeah. is connected to, to your to your identity yeah who you are right and when that's removed you don't exist anymore yeah that's so true right so like say a woman approaches a man who okay. is being like you know he's in that state you're talking about that's mm -hmm. he's not who he is he's being really tense and toxic and rigid and you know living out patriarchal type qualities mm -hmm. if a woman in like 2023 <laughs> expressed to this guy hey I would like to create safe space for you to like express your softness and vulnerability. Like, what do you think the typical response would be from you know the average Joe? You know, like would he would he even know what no. <laughs> what she's referring to? Like, I, is it that foreign of a concept for most is. guys? I really think that's it really is. scary. But, actually. but I think it's also scary because I don't know how many women yeah could do that. Mm -hmm. That's true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many women could, 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 could truly. Yeah be okay with making that space. That's a great point to make too, because not that I'm excusing men for their behavior, sure, things, no. but yeah, a lot of the toxic talk from women is to put men down and say, you know, you guys are dumb, or you don't see what is actually there. Or, you know, there's this lot of like down talk on men. And I think a lot of it is a misunderstanding because men are trying to operate in, in patriarchy, which is toxic. And only masculine. Yeah, and that blocks their view of how that's impacting women or, you know, just other areas of life or themselves. Because they're operating with belief that this is how I have to be in order to mm -hmm. be like an acceptable man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so women are trying to get through to them, right. but they're blocked by, you know. They also, though, don't have men who will, I don't want to say this, they don't have men who will provide them a consistent space mm -hmm. to be in 
to, to, to allow that softness to be, to be curated. You mean like someone to like, a man to mentor another guy? Not just that, but, um, so, mm, mm. when you think about what men want to and need to and could and should, all those exist together in one, provide yeah. and protect yeah. and create the home environment. Right. Unfortunately, depending on society, generational issues, um, uh, 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 racial divides, uh, economic concerns, mm -hmm. it's difficult for men or women to have a consistent place for softness to exist. Mm -hmm. yeah. The home environments aren't always yeah. designed well enough to have time mm -hmm. or flexibility or freedom mm -hmm. to have this level of softness. Yeah, because even like when you come home from work, then it's like third shift for a lot of families. Exactly. Or couples or whatever. Single parents, single fathers, whatever it is, yeah. there's, there's not this time or reality yeah. that can truly provide, like softness is, my head hits head, head, head a pillow, it's soft time. <laughs> You're not conscious of your softness. No. It's time to be soft. Yeah. Or you have the time to be soft. Yeah. 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 It's really screwed up. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that, like you're saying, even if there was a woman. Okay, sorry. I, no, I, no, I thought, no. took off, thought took us off a little bit. No, it's okay. But it's, uh, if a woman approached, like typical woman approached it, an average Joe kind of guy, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who are not, you know, conscious thinkers. Sure, whatever, sure. They're not into what we're into. Right. And she's some, for okay. whatever reason, on a whim is like, you know, I think it's okay for you to be soft. How would you express your softness to me or something? Just two people on the street. That would be like awkward and weird and you know, he would not even know what to what do to or do how to respond or like I so like, so, well, so 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 how so, how do we get to a solution? I think that I think that I think that depend that depending on his access to his own feminine, uh -huh. he might respond positively. Uh -huh. If he's overly masculine, he might respond negatively toxic. Mm -hmm. He might take mm -hmm. and then misuse. Mm -hmm. That take what? Given. What would he be taking? He might take advantage of this lady. Of mm -hmm. in what way? Emotionally or emotionally, physically? Because he's triggered by the question. Not triggered. He's been given access to a woman who says, "Let's come be soft with me." Okay. So he could. Ooh, I'm gonna come be soft with you. All right, bet. Let's yeah. let's you know let's let's do. Yeah. And almost well, I, I guess we have to also properly frame how she's asking. Okay. offering what she's offering because mm -hmm. I mean what even is that soft space going to be happening what's that soft yeah, space like it can be a number of things a number of things but again to, for a man to not know what his feminine is yeah um, if he's offered that if he's not if, if there is no overall framework for it mm -hmm. he's offering like what, what the hell is it? What? What? Yeah. I'm going my boys, man. Yeah. I'm not gonna go and just. Right. What? 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 What is that? <laughs> well, I'm so glad you brought up. That's such a good point about men having access to the feminine within mm -hmm. themselves, mm -hmm. not like external women. Because mm -hmm. I think that like the only spaces that exist that kind of offer that type of mindset are these like conscious holistic healing type right. spaces, like right. churches typically are very patriarchal too. Yeah. You don't see a lot of women in leadership. There's no rest either in churches. Yeah. <laughs> like where does the feminine exist in like these religious institutions? Mm -hmm. They're very patriarchal still. Mm -hmm. Their texts are very patriarchal. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so even in like, you know, the non-work spaces yeah. where you would go into like a more spiritual space or something, yeah. there's still even not a lot of options. I think. And they're not spiritual spaces. Right. They're religious spaces. Yeah. They're, they're spaces to do things. Well, and I think, you know, I only have my only uh, connection to religion, which is I don't have anymore. But in the past, what I would see is one man on a stage, mm-hmm. semi-yelling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Passionate. I don't know. Passionate. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I let it go. But, <laughs> but like, that's, that's that, that person's considered a leader in the church. That's mm-hmm. like the example, the model. To go after. Even though I think Christ may only yield like twice in in, in, in the written 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 court where he was living. Yeah. He was not a, a yeller at all. Yeah. But he was a healer. He was a healer. Yeah. A fucking healer. So yeah, so that's like the model of like male leadership mm-hmm. to religious people or people who are faith based or something. And even that is like toxic in my opinion. Sure. It's, so sure. it's like where are men or whoever who's seeking softness or more feminine qualities in their life? There's like nowhere to go. It seems like. And I, and I, I think I think a part of this conversation is too is reframing feminine slash softness to be a positive thing. Yeah. Right. Because again, most men when they hear soft life, they're like, well, "No, I'm not gonna be soft." Yeah. Or the feminine. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a man. I'm not effeminate. Effeminate. Effeminism. That's the word. Is oftentimes equated with being um, a woman, mm-hmm. like a woman, mm-hmm. girly, dainty. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the word I want to use? Um, I, 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 mm. um, yeah, okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> Not those words. Um, so to 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 reframe how men and general public, yeah, just men, see the feminine, yeah, and appreciate the feminine, yeah, as a part of. The, the 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 marrying of the energy that exists oh, in the yeah I got two things just came to mind for me I guess we should like for context say that when we've been talking about men we've been talking about like cis straight men yeah this whole time not yeah. really like homosexual men or anything sure and then also oh what did you just say that was so good the marrying of energies yeah it was about that I can't believe I'm blinking mm-hmm. on it um Oh, so good. Oh, so I, another podcast we both like kind of hinted at this a little bit is that it really seems like even in these cisgendered heterosexual like romantic relationships, women still prefer the time with women over their male partner and men kind of prefer bro time. Mm-hmm. over time with like their female partner mm-hmm. so it's like what are we even doing and it made me think about when I was researching um, I think it was the uh, Baku- the Bakusu tribe of uh, East Africa Bakusu? yeah okay. they, their like tribal configuration is that there are groups of men that hang out most of the day together and groups of women that do other things all together the men like run to the river and like help bathe each other like it's a very soft um yeah like more more feminine what we would associate as feminine type of being with the men also just social sociability yeah and that they're men touching each other Mm -hmm. and you know like Mm -hmm. that kind of thing and it's not weird that's just part of their culture Mm -hmm. so if i don't know it just begs the question to me like are we actually meant to be more separate like 
men and women in, in that binary, I guess, <laughs> is our natural existence supposed to be more separate and more like together with our, our, our similar gender type <laughs> than um, this intermingling that <laughs> we have? Off cuff, I'm gonna say no. Okay. Just like, just like first answer, first response, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm not gonna say what I think right now. What? 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 After the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. What's good? Little break here to check in and let y'all know about what I do in the city of Huntsville. So I'm sure you can tell I enjoy holding space for movement, for breath, for inner work, for rest, and of course, all that encompasses yoga. There are a few ways to connect with me in the city um, and online as well. I lead classes every week in studios around the city that are a mixture of heated classes, non-heated classes, slow flow classes, and strength-based classes too. I also offer one-on-one sessions that include yoga, meditation, and a unique package of a six-week Healing with Titus course as well. Everything I've said so far can be found either on my website at simiae.com that's S-I-M-I-A-Y-E dot com or on IG, Instagram. My handle is the fourth. T-H-A-F-O-U-R-T-H. With that in mind, I hope that you continue down the path of finding, connecting to, and releasing into your most authentic, true, healed, and conscious self. And I'll see you either online, in studio, and of course, Back on the podcast. Let's hit it. <laughs> and I'm gonna say no in part because and unless if if if, if unless and I was, I was gonna get to this earlier on in the episode. Yeah. The softness and the and the feminine that is um, nourished. Mm-hmm. Must can can be nourished should be nourished from a youth. Mm-hmm. There's there's not any there's not a consistency of nourishing either side mm-hmm. for the for the women the masculine. You can do this. Yeah. You can take charge. You yeah. can be ambitious. You can be assertive. Be assertive, not aggressive, but assertive. You can see your goal, see your vision, and go for it. Mm-hmm. And then on the masculine side, you can rest. You can aim to feel pleasure. Yeah. You can look, 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 look to take it easy mm-hmm. one day or for several times, so for a while. Yeah. You can enjoy how things feel. Yeah. Your senses are important. That's a part of your identity again. Your identity comes from what, you're, what you enjoy. Yeah, you should acknowledge your feelings. You've got to acknowledge your feelings. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and how you move and respond to with life. Because again, that helps, like you said earlier, from, from what I said, that from, from what we studied, that engenders community yeah. and connection. Yeah. I can't connect with what, is, with what doesn't feel. Right. Yeah, that's so true. That's such a good point about, especially media and like images that young men especially see, mm-hmm. I think it impacts young men and it does young women mm-hmm. with like the toxic masculinity and like movies where 
you just see men yelling at other men mm-hmm. like that's the the way of being yeah or like i remember when i was really little i would watch this movie from the 80s called blood sport with my dad okay. and he was like a real bros bro yeah. guys guy kind yeah. of guy and it's uh with john claude van damme and he's like learning underground like tie fighting or something okay and it's just like this brutal training yeah. he goes through where he's like his legs are tied to these posts oh and he's in a full split and he's just enduring the pain but it's like the aesthetic is so like it draws you in it's so dramatic it's, yeah and it looks cool like i'm sure to a little boy but like that looks i can cool. do that i'm gonna do that yeah and yeah. you just learn to like just be in pain and like think that that's like what a man is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and then it's just all this fighting like like uh physical fighting and things are the images that young boys see all yeah. the time and i think too suffering seems mm-hmm. to kind of be a thing that maybe men believe that we have to do for our partners or yeah. for our community yeah suffer and then like repress repress the suffering, repress the suffering. Like you can even express that you're suffering yeah 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 it's weird it is and it's really like cruel and it's part of the reason why men and women just hate each other <laughs> i think so and then i mean i mean yeah because if if, if for so if marriage is a safe space yeah can i can i bring to you my emotions yeah and sometimes women when when, when, they, when they when they hear men give them emotions they're like why are you being so soft mm-hmm. often is a response mm-hmm. yeah often is a response yeah um or or because of lack of upbringing, they don't know what to say mm-hmm. or how to connect to the emotions. Mm-hmm. And then for 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 the other side, I think I think maybe w- women may not. If if and when women become ambitious, mm-hmm. men feel insecure. Yeah, that's so true. That's been an issue of mine for a long time. Is mm-hmm. that like I'm very uh, sure of myself, I guess, especially as I get older. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like an alpha female, mm-hmm. even though I'm very quiet and yeah. very like reserved. But when it comes to certain things, you 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 very proud of moving mountain. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm pretty assertive yeah. about things, and I like to say no, yeah. especially now after I've done a lot of like healing work and stuff. Yeah. And that's even just that, like to me, that's just me maintaining my health. But I think to a man, that's like too much or something. But that I'm not like a spineless, mindless girl you know yeah like that's a lot to take for something yeah that i like you know want to assert myself in a certain that, that you're not soft yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm not like changing so <laughs> you're not to deal with it <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah. anyways well those are the dynamics i guess of there's a lot there's so many yeah there's a lot to unpack with this there's so many we might have to revisit this conversation again Okay, so he, so he, so here's a statement that I really like from our studying last Friday. Uh-huh. Softness is required for trust, which empowers and liberates. So- softness is empowering what? Softness is required oh. for trust, mm. which empowers and liberates. Trust empowers and liberates. Mm-hmm. That's a big statement. It's a big statement. But I can't trust you if I don't choose to be soft around you. Yeah, because trust is all about like letting go. Mm-hmm. You're just saying, okay, I surrender. Letting go to be with. Yeah. And to know that the person that I'm with is going to give and is going to give. Yeah. And it empowers who I'm with to say, you know what? I'm going to trust you yeah. to do yeah. what you are designed and yeah. able to do. 
and I hope you can trust me to do what I'm able to, to do as well. Yeah, and that's really what relationship is all about. That's what it is. It's like guiding someone to their like highest power, you know? Mm. Like seeing what their limitations are maybe, and then helping them to like recognize that they're limiting themselves. Yeah. And then kind of doing what you can to release them from that. I have, a, I have something that I wrote down Monday about relationships and part of it was relationships help you see who you are. Mm -hmm. They're mirrors. Yeah. They're mirrors. Yeah. And a good, a good relationship is one who, with a person on the other side shows you you. Yeah. And where you choose to not um, uh, you choose to not recluse or re, uh, um, that's what I want to use. Like kind of build a shell around yourself. To become a shell or yeah. to, 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 to turn in. Uh -huh when the time comes for you to be questioned uh -huh. or challenged. Yeah. This is the time for you to dig in, yeah. to introspect, mm -hmm. to feel some things, to uncover some things in a place that is safe, mm -hmm. with someone who, who, who had your best and who sees a, a side of you that, that, that is your best. And then from there, let this new fertile softness begin to breathe life. I like that you said fertile softness. Mm. It made me think of um, soil mm -hmm. and how like seedlings coming up from the soil, like they're not gonna grow if it's like this barren, dense, yeah. dark soil. Can't. Like it has to be, it has to have some give, some softness to it give. for things to grow and to um, mm -hmm. flourish. Mm -hmm. Growth can't happen when you're when you're rigid. Yeah. Tension doesn't it doesn't create growth. Yeah, it's just a, an obstruction to growth. It's an obstruction. Yeah. I mean, of course, there there are those flowers that come up in the concrete, but there's just that one little one little flower. Well, there's got to be something like soft underneath, like nourishing it underneath. So 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 imagine, imagine, oh my gosh, imagine if you were to, you 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 were to analogize concrete as humanity or men. Yeah. And down deep down beneath, there's a lot of soft earth. Uh -huh. And one little crack that gave you one little flower. Uh -huh. Can you imagine if you softened everything? Yeah. If you softened the whole, the whole, whole garden would grow. A garden would grow. That's what we need. That's we, what we're trying to get. That's to. What we're trying to get. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Y'all get soft. Soften, 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 soften spaces that you trust. Find spaces that, that you can trust. Yeah. And let those spaces become places where you then are fed yeah. and are, have seeds put in and have wisdom poured in, people who see you for you and want the best for you, for you, mm -hmm. like, man, yeah. Yeah, well, and like we said, we offer spaces where people can do that sort of exploration mm -hmm. and, you know, softening of the body and the emotional body and stuff. Mm -hmm. Then also you gotta find ways to incorporate that into daily life with like how you speak to someone else, how you do your work, you know, how you just function normally. Yeah. It has to become more feminine, more soft for everybody, I think. As well as finding the balance of the two. Yeah, right. Because yes, softness is important mm -hmm. in living fully, but there also has to be, okay, at some point, there's gonna be a firm foundation as well mm -hmm. to rest on to become soft mm -hmm. too. And that balance, I think, is, can, be, can be found. Mm -hmm. Can be found. Yeah, we just have to be conscious of it. Yeah. That it's needed. Yeah. That it's healing. It'll make things better. Yeah, and put it in its right place. Yeah. In its right place. Cool. There it is. Well, that was fun. 
I think that was fun. I did too. Yeah. I liked it. It was a good balance of preparation and structure and flow. Too. Wait a minute, are we, are we recording? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we can close out, but. Okay, so, okay, well, well yeah. So, so, okay, so, so, what do you mean? What we just did to me, like the way the conversation was structured and the way the conversation flowed was mm -hmm. a good balance, I think. Mm -hmm. Like we're making progress between our preferred ways of being, mm -hmm. of like having some preparation and some structure in place, mm -hmm. but like allowing that to just be um, the blueprint for how we flow. Mm -hmm. So I think that was a good uh, like progress point. Is what I, what I think. I don't know what you think. I can agree with it. Cool. I can agree with it. We agree on something. Whoa. We do. <laughs> we do. We do. Um, yeah. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. For listening. Slash and for watching. watching our, our first yeah. <laughs> recorded it. podcast. Our first video podcast. So this would be like episode... Um, 20, 21. 21. We have 20 other episodes. Yeah. That exists. That are audio only on Spotify and Apple. If you look up When People Awaken, you can listen there. And hopefully we'll have more visual options coming. Mm -hmm. so. so let us know how you think about this version of When People Awaken. Um, what do you think about seeing us? We hope you like seeing us. Yeah. We want to be seen, bringing, bringing you into our space, the recording space, my home recording space. Um, we're going to continue to build out this version of the podcast episode yeah. experience as well. So, so, so give us some feedback. Let's know how, let, let, let's, let's know how it looked. How you felt. Get soft a little bit. Feel it. Feel it out. See what you feel. Oh, and also hang out with us at our first, our second event. Our second event. Awaken a yoga and sound bath journey Saturday, August the 19th. If you're in Huntsville, 1 to 3 p.m. And if you're not, come. Yeah. Drive over. From, it's fun. From Mississippi, or Tennessee, or Alabama. I mean, or, or Georgia. It's super fun. Yeah. Yoga and a sound bath. So. And a little bit of conversation too. Yeah. Come to connect um, after we've been able to make space in your bodies and minds to feel. Um, the space is again designed for it to be a safe space to share yeah. as well. Uh, so we'll have some things, of course, to share to kind of prompt conversation. But even if we, whatever you may have on your own. That comes up in the moments and movements and releasing the experience and the sound and movement too. Discussion is important. Connection is important too. Yeah. Cool. So we'll see you guys there and thank you for listening. And we'll check you in the next episode. There it is. Bye. Peace.